folks. We're live from Columbus, Ohio. My name's Lucas. And I'm Christian. And today we're in Down in the Dungeon with Lucas and Christian. So, this is a new podcast for everyone who's tuning in for the first time. Uh, we just decided to start this for no reason at all. So, you know, we might as well get started. Yeah. Yeah, we might as well. Alright. We don't have lives anyway, so... <laughs> so, I was thinking, so are you a big sports guy, Christian? Like absolutely not. No. Absolutely. Do you know Do you know anything about the NFL, like at all? I know that Tom Brady probably raped someone, but I'm not 100 percent on that one. Well, uh, Netflix actually just came out with a. Uh, I don't know if it was an original. Aaron, was it Aaron, Aaron Hernandez? Hernandez. Yeah. Yeah. How he had a relationship <laughs> with. Uh, not that there's anything wrong with relationships of that nature, but that was something I didn't expect. I'm about halfway through it. I actually haven't seen it yet. I was just, uh, someone recommended it to me. I think it was Matthew, but um, he he recommended it to me, and I don't know if I'm going to catch it, but I never really knew the full story about that, and I know you're a big, like, politics guy, so how that all kind of... Polit- crime is related to politics in the way it's, that... Yeah, it's not politics. It's yes, but the people involved in it, like the sheriffs, the sheriff, or in this title will vary, but it's mainly regarded to as the prosecutor. Those are elected officials, so technically it's politics, but... <laughs> yes. All right, yeah. So, yeah, that was quite a story, the Aaron Hernandez story. I'm not going to turn this into a crime podcast, because... You know what they say about the people who do crime podcasts, you will you will probably get charged with murder someday and you won't be able to properly defend yourself. So let's talk about, well... Epstein. We were talking, about, we were talking about this on Thursday. Yeah, so, so you're a firm believer that he did not... There defend. is... Well, let's go over the whole story. On August... Uh, I believe it, it was in July 2019 when Jeffrey Epstein was... Arrested at, uh, I think it was, Tuttenboro. No, it was it, it was some airport in, in it was Teterboro Airport in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. He was a- arrested by the FBI and charged with lots of sex crimes that took place in Florida and New York. And for the people that don't know, uh, Epstein had lots of dirt on many prominent political figures such as Bill Clinton snitch. And, and Donald Trump, rapist. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then he had been put on suicide watch a week before his death in August well, well, be, be, because he was found in a fetal position in his cell at the Metropolitan at the Metropolitan Correctional Center in Manhattan, New York, where he was being held uh without any bond before his trial. Before you continue, uh, uh, I must ask why he was taken off. Was He ta- He was taken off suicide watch the day before yes, he that, and, apparently ended his life. I, and the, most likely he did kill himself, but the, yes, that's what the evidence surrounding an alternative theory, which is a, which is Alex Jones's dream. Homicide. That one of them. They, there is un, there is so much evidence that is so suspicious that 
goes to the point that he did not kill himself. One is because he had dirt on Bill Clinton. He had the painting of Bill Clinton in a dress, which was absolutely gorgeous. Um, and, you know, the Clintons currently reside about an hour away from New York City where Epstein was being held. So it's not a wild theory to think that with all that political pull that they have since Bill was president and Hillary was a senator from New York until the email thing started when she was appointed Secretary of State by... Barack Hussein Obama the second. Um, well, uh, here, let me ask you this: do you, do you believe you believe he is dead, right? You you believe a hundred percent that he is no longer alive. You saw his, you saw a shot of the gurney carrying his body in the from from the parking garage of the MCC. Yeah. Um, you saw a sliver of his. The only part of his body that was uncovered was his head, and it was purple. Well, it, because, of you know, the, I'm sure you've seen the picture of the noose in his cell made out of the apparent orange jumpsuit, or I don't know what it was made out of. In federal prisons, I've seen enough pictures and in the pop culture that in federal prisons, for the most part, orange jumpsuits are not worn. Yeah, well... They definitely. are green or tan. Well, the noose, the noose that was found in the cell was made from some sort of orange material. I don't know if you've seen the picture, but... Well, I've seen pictures of cells from the MCC, because that's in... The, for those of you who don't know, it's the... It's the... It's the lockup in New York City for everyone that's charged with a crime. Um, it has held many famous people, like uh, El Chapo was there for a while. Several terrorists were held there for... A while, uh, Trump's lawyer, Trump's uh, one of Trump's friends, Paul Manafort, is currently there. Uh, he's serving part of a sentence there, and so was Jeffrey Epstein. And ten years prior, uh, there was a fellow named, I think it was Bernard Madoff. He like scammed six, sixty-nine million dollars or six sixty-nine billion dollars out nice. of people. And he was to be held there um, until his sentencing. And that got really popular, so a, an image of a cell there was published, the pr probably a cell that was similar to what where Epstein was, and there was no place where he could have tied up a sheet or a pants or a shirt or anything. All right, uh, I'm kind of shifting the topic a little bit. Right now, as we're filming this, uh, the Titans are up 10-7 to on the Chiefs right now. Uh, Derrick Henry has eight carries, 32 yards, and a touchdown. That's the AFC, right? Yes, The only reason the I know that is because the TV was rather loud and I heard it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, the, as I'm sure as everyone knows, the Titans have been shocking the world right now. You know, first they made it through the wild card against... Who did they play again? I'm surprised I actually don't remember that. Was it the Patriots? Yeah, yes, it was the Patriots, and that was shocking enough that they had taken down uh, the, you know, defending champs. But um, home of Aaron Hernandez, uh, convicted double murderer. Oh yeah, that is true. And who, they went like on, Jeffrey Epstein, allegedly killed himself in his prison cell. They they went on to uh, um, announce that um, not announce, but. The Titans actually went on to beat the 14-2 Ravens, who were, you know, the best team, carried by Lamar, you know, 
all the way there. Is it was it, was it Lamar Jackson or Lamar Odom, the Dancing with the Stars fella? Lamar Jackson. <laughs> so uh, I thought it was Lamar Washington for a second. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, I've always found conspiracies. Yeah, I know there's plenty of conspiracy podcasts, but uh, you know some of the things you want you want to believe some of the things that you think are true. Things like you know aliens and stuff, alien sightings and stuff. I don't believe many of them, but some of them just sound so peculiar and have so many witnesses. You want to believe them. Uh, have yes. you heard of the um, the Phoenix Lights? The Phoenix Lights. That's its proximity to Area Fifty One would make sense that it has something to do with aliens, but no, I have so, not heard of it. The the story kind of went. Um, it was a night and over Phoenix, many people sighted lights and, um, you know, kind of floating lights, you know, pretty wide in diameter. They were seen by, you know, hundreds of people, how everyone saw them, and it was all over the news and everything, and nobody really had a real explanation for what they were, so people kind of assumed, you know, oh, it's aliens, as people do. So I found that really interesting with a bunch of, uh, you know, witnesses, but... I'm pretty sure what it turned out to be was um, there's actually an Air Force, because Area 51 is nearby, but um, I don't think it was directly from there. It was, um, you know, an Air Force base, and they were firing off, um, you know, flares yes. from their fighters, and um, some of the types of flares that they were using would appear to be falling lights in the sky that would last for a while, and that kind of debunked the whole thing. Yes, but why haven't there been any other alleged sightings of these flares anywhere else in the country but see something else that i've recently dis- that i've recently found out is that things in the past are no longer fair game because we are in a climate it, it's a political climate a climate climate in anything climate where you cannot compare anything that's happening now to what's happening in the past cuz these times are just so wild and they're so mm-hmm. crazy that yeah. and the and the shift of there were name one person you know that you know that still uses say a newspaper like to get all their information like how that's all changed how the this... people who uh, do not own a cell phone which would be no one <laughs> uh, and you think of how slowly the spread of information was back um, say 30, 40 years ago. Yeah, there were some people, I think, in western Kansas who it took them several months to learn that John F. Kennedy had been shot and killed. Hmm. Well, that's, that's crazy if you think about it, you know, how, how crazy of an event that was. And Christmas 1963. Oh, look, it's, oh, look, it's our President Kennedy. <laughs> uh, have you heard of, um, to go back to this, uh, kind of, paranormal stuff, um, have you heard, I'm sure you've heard of the website 4chan, right? The website used by, um, secret service agents and so on and so forth? Uh, I mean, I guess you could say, um, kind of, I mean, uh, that website is sketchy, you know, there's been multiple instances where, uh, you know, coordinates have been posted on the website, you go to the coordinates and you find a dead body, it's just one of those places. And it's actually like a very public chat board, um, chat room, you know, kind of, it's, it was, it was the Reddit of the early, um, early, early 2000s when the internet was still on the screen. If I can, 
in if I can uh, interrupt here, it's actually very smart of the 4chan users to do stuff like that there. Mm. Well, one, because no one uses chat rooms anymore. So no one would think to hide there. But, yeah, whenever I hear of 4chan, it's about some m mentally ill Air Force uh, vet who threatens something on on uh, 4chan. Uh, no, this wasn't on 4chan, but it was actually uh, something that happened on Reddit probably a year back. So a guy kind of posted a, uh, a whole, um, you know, article, or not article, uh, paragraph on a uh, r slash relationships subreddit. And, um, you know, it kind of explained the whole situation where, you know, he'd been, his wife had been having an affair and, um, yeah, you know, two. He had two does children. Does not sound good. He had two children, and um, yeah, you know, they were in a whole argument. He had kind of, but everything was kind of working out. He had sort of the affair, and he kind of, you know, it was a long paragraph, and everybody was giving him their support on the whole story, and you know, saying the wife was in the wrong, and he said he would give an update later, and um, you know, so about six months after six months after the whole affair happens, you know, he explains in a you know, that his wife, um, you know, his wife and the guy were seeing each other behind his back and all that, and that how she was manipulative and victimized herself in that, and, um, she had, so a guy in the comment section of the, uh, subreddit, which has, I think it's, I'm not sure if it's been closed off or not yet, he said, you know, uh, you know, guys, he found a news story, and he's like, guys, I don't know if this relates he posted it, and it was the, uh, the wife had killed the two children of the, uh, of the, um, father. Is this like a Casey Anthony 2.0 situation here? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy, but, um, yeah, it turns out to avoid, um, his, her theory as if I, I can't have him, nobody can have him, kind of that sort of thing, and, uh, Unfortunately, she ended up killing the two children. I think she stabbed them to death in the middle of the night. And, um, yeah, so, and the husband, I, I don't know, I think he did give an update on that. Did you, um, spill something there? Yep. <laughs> Very inconvenient, but moving on, um... What a week for the Badgers, huh? What now? See, I really don't know. Um, so, funny story. Insert funny story here. You, you want me to go? See, life shouldn't be about going and doing things. They, they should be about doing each other going going at it with e with each other and by that i mean playing board games you sick minded people life has been overshadowed by these cons sick conspiracy theories about oh did casey really murder kaylee or did oj really murder nicole or was 9/11 an inside job which I th which I think must be discussed because there is 
very tangible evidence uh, that Christian, it... Christian, we are eight, um, 18 years past this. Or 19 now. No. Yes, 18. No, 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 no. Here. <laughs> I watched a BBC documentary, which we all know how very reliable and big and great the BBC is. Um, and they and they did a report on the in on the investigation into into nine eleven. I I don't really recall if there was evidence that uh, the President Bush knew, but I wouldn't be surprised because for a while Vice President Cheney and Secretary of State Donald Rumsfeld have wanted to get Saddam Hussein and Iraq out of power for a very long time. Uh, Dick Cheney was the Secretary of Defense during the first war in Iraq, also known as the Persian Gulf War, and now as Vice President, he is in power to go to war with with whoever he wants to, and after 9-11, he sees a perfect opportunity to link terrorists to Iraq that weren't even linked. There was actually a man from a congressman from Ohio that tried to impeach George Bush and Dick Cheney when the Democrats had the House in 2007, but those attempts were unfortunately unsuccessful. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna say, you know, yeah say this. I know very very little about politics, and <laughs> what you are saying right now, so uh. Uh, yeah, yes. but more on more on conspiracy theories. When we, you know society once was peaceful, we listened to what the other person had to say. Now, in the age of Roger Stone and Alex Jones and all these wild far right, notice there aren't any far left because there aren't any far left conspiracies to be had. There are only far right conspiracies. Well, I, I'm. They're, I don't know if that's They are mostly Mostly far. far. They're not, no, far left, because there's always the other end of the spectrum. Yeah. Yes. I mean, look at, uh, I'm trying to think of a non-offensive. Okay. How about we not go there on this nice day? Um, yes, but we, but yeah, we used to live in a time where we would listen to, to the other person, and now it's a conspiracy theory. Oh no, I'm not gonna listen to you because you laundered money from your drag queen. I don't know. Things have gotten really weird and horrible at this point in time. Yeah, uh, I mean, as you can probably tell by our voices, you know, we're not over, you know, we're not very old yet, and, uh, yes. how do you think? We I aren't boomers, but we aren't, we aren't necessarily children. Children, we are more on the um, what's the 1930s? Oh, uh, we are members of the greatest generation. Mm. So, um, the uh, there is now a stain on the carpet where I spilled my Diet Coke. Just there's also a stain on the carpet over there from where you spilled your seed. Yes, the <laughs> see. <laughs> I have a very funny story that's right. That's right behind that. Um, I tried to make oatmeal down here once, and I had a big bag of seeds. You know, I bought for very cheaply, 
and on the way downstairs, I dropped the bag of seeds, and the bag was wide open, and they flew everywhere. Of, of oats. Not you needed seeds. seeds to make, to put in the oats. Oh. To mix in with the oats. I've never made oatmeal. <laughs> it's sort of like fertilizer, you know? Where when you fertilize your yard, you you, you got to put in that black stuff and the colorful stuff. All right. Well, it's just think, I'm sorry. Stuff. I'm sorry, but think of how much, how t- much those two things correlate. You know, sperm fertilizes the egg, and the seed fertilizes the soil. Like they they gotta be thinking the same thing. When yes, because those. they are they're they are both living organisms, mm-hmm. which will both result in the end of something growing. In one case, it's a child who could be a total suck-up. They could be not good people. They could follow. They won't They won't, won't be leaders because the kids were probably... Or it could just be a fucking they plant. Were probably con- <laughs> they were probably conceived uh, in a, after a drunken Halloween party, and they could not be the best or the, or the brightest. Or, as... Lucas so eloquently said, a plant. Yeah. And, uh, you know, life kind of fucking sucks, you know, you know, things just, uh... Yes, it, yes, it does quite <laughs> a lot. Yes, quite a lot. And some things are just, you know, a pile of shit half the time, you know. And I, I guess sometimes you just gotta talk about that, you know. Yes, the fact that, uh, look... America loses, I think, the, I saw the stat on The Office, so it's, a, it's from the highest possible source. 32,000 Americans or something like that die from suicide every year. Well, see, it's not die from suicide, because these government people, they use the worst terms for the worst situations. When you die from suicide, you don't die, you kill yourself. They need mm-hmm. to use the words, they killed themselves... They killed themselves, which resulted in a suicide. Uh, the, the whole, uh, you know, outlook of um, teen depression is and not suicide. good. It's not good, but um, and I'd say I don't. I don't. I, my ahead. question is how. What are, What are the factors of how we got to how we got to this point and well, kind of? I, I'm not really necessarily saying that these things weren't that much weren't around much. In the past, but um, you know, the um, the, the whole um, dilemma seemed to kind of shifted into more people set, uh, having depression, anxiety, other mental disabilities, cause leading to things not like men- suicide. Not mental. I wouldn't call the mental. Not disabilities. Yeah, in- incapabilities or sure. I think handicaps. a big a big contributing factor was the rise of technology and sure it was a great thing but like all good things there's always a bad thing oh, that's true. That's true. with the rise of air travel came the rise of terrorism exactly um, but yeah I, I think a big thing is that what everyone expects to how all modern teens expect they expect they they don't expect to be praised all all the time, but one they're bad with being told no and being criticized. However, a lot of people who are in charge, school administrators, there are teachers, there are par- there are there are leading adults 
who do who are not well equipped to handle a mentally unstable teen in this 21st century. If you say the wrong things to a teen, you will kill them. And that okay. is in some... Yeah, I, I, you, you kind of have to say that uh, with a grain of salt, though. Yeah, well, all right, what, I, what I'm trying to say is uh, sometimes for the, for the teens to end up like that, I actually saw a, uh, you know, kind of a, a psychological, where they dive into the psychological effects of um, poor parent, poor parenthood in, um, you know, early early childhood life. Yes. And, um, Which is something that poor parenthood is everywhere now. Yeah, and, um, you know, even even the littlest things you know, that you Smallest. could say... Sorry, yeah, uh, that was Smallest. Do yes. not use the word littlest. We aren't children. <laughs> Small. Smallest thing is that you could say to no, a child. Smallest. Please, do, please don't use those words in the same sentence ever again. What? Please do, please do not use those words in a sequence in the same sentence ever again. The smallest things. There was another word that you used, which, if I say it, we'll have the FBI knocking on our doors. No, no, I, 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 I can't even remember what I said. Yes, I, at this point, I, I don't either, but that <laughs> is the theory of life. Like I was, like I was saying, um, yeah, the, the smallest things you say to a child are, you know, could, um, all right, it might have been that, but <laughs> the smallest things it you was. Say, say to a child in, can... Indeed it was. Uh, seriously affects their lives in many ways, and a lot of people don't realize that, and sometimes people are even over-aware of that, or they try and, you know, if you over-protect your child, it's not going to turn out any better than if you're neglecting them. Yes, and I would say in most cases now, we aren't social piranhas anymore. We are the exact opposite. We, we, we want to be left alone and in most cases that is our sweet escape and when we need when we are forced to do the opposite that is just as bad as putting someone in solitary confinement except we put ourselves in solitary confinement now and, some people, and we are all fine with that yeah well I mean sometimes you just want to be alone I'm sure every everyone's had those nights where they're kind of done with you know, the bullshit of real life, and they exactly. just want to coop themselves up in their room and, you know, hide, you know, and that's sometimes unfortunate, and sometimes it's just a good way to, that's how people cope. And exactly. That is the truth. Yep. Now, but see, when, I mean, I'm sure this this analogy has been used several times, but the fact that people, or we still face issues that, or I, I see, I'm just spitballing here. I don't know what I'm saying it anymore. Yeah, me neither. But, the, but see, <laughs> the fact that the more, it's sort of like when you're underwater drowning, when you can't breathe anymore, so you just take in more water, and, and I mean, until you, your lungs un, will... Uh, inevitably collapse and you'll die that's sort of the depression slash anxiety analogy where you take in all this bad stuff 
uh, you aren't talking to anyone about it, and then in some in some unfortunate cases, you will go off the edge. I think actually what you said there was kind of a perfect, perfect visualization. Visualization. I, I gotta say that right. <laughs> visualization. Visual. No, I visual, can't say. That. Visualization, right? Yes. There, there we go. Um, yeah, of you know the kind of whole outlook of that, like you said. Exactly. If you're just, I feel like like you said, talking to someone is taking a breath while you're drowning, getting your head above the surface and kind of taking it all in. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you know. And then going back down for another half an hour, and then up mm -hmm. and down. Speaking of dying. Uh, have you heard of, from the great state of Michigan, Dr. Jack Kevorkian? I don't believe I have. He was a pioneer of, uh, I believe it was called, it's the practice of medically ending your own life. It's not, su it, it could be viewed as suicide. Oh, the, uh, is it? I actually keep going. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what okay. it's called. But he, um, Dr. Jack Kevorkian was a, was a public supporter of this. He, um, created a self-lethal injection where he built this rig. Mm -hmm. It had, uh, I believe it had a something to numb you, then to put you to sleep, then to kill you. Much like a modern lethal injection used by states as their sources of ex of ex of uh, execution, mm -hmm. and um, he killed. I think he's he claimed to have assisted in the suicides of over 130 people. Now right. he had to make sure that these people who were physically they lost all their motor skills. They had they have cancer and there's no end in sight for them or like they can't talk anymore and their something happened in their sense of life is just horrible now so he had to make sure that because if he pressed the buttons it would legally be murder but if, oh. but if but if they were to yeah. if they were to flip the switch it would be just it, it would be just fine yeah now now I know what you're talking about um, yeah it's not amnesia because no, I think that's an eating disorder or something. Amnesia but, is when you for like, oh, yeah, memory loss. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, he um was tr he was put on trial in the state of Michigan, I believe, four times without a conviction. It was either three or four times, and then the last time, uh, the videotape went on six went on six went went on sixty minutes, mm -hmm. and. Jack Kevorkian pressed the button himself, which led to him being convicted of first-degree murder. No, it was second-degree murder, I believe it was. And then he was sentenced to, I think, 10 years in prison. Or it was 10 years to life in prison. And he was, he was convicted, I believe, in 1999. He was released in 2007 and at the age of 79. Okay, so it's... You know, assisted. It's assisted suicide. Yes. It's he. He was the inventor of that, from what I understand. I don't believe he invented it, but well, he. Well, you can invent that, but he invented the uh, in injection for. Yes. Carrying but, that out, you said. See, but m most of them, after the first couple, mm -hmm. 
the state of Michigan re revoked his license to practice medicine, so he had to use, like, gases and stuff. I, like, I'd say well over three quarters of what he did were just done with, it was just inhaling gas. I mean, I don't think these, I don't think a lot of these people went peacefully. So these they people... They probably went struggling. So these people consented though, to it, I Yes, assume. clearly. Uh, he had videotaped everything. The first consultations, he put himself, excuse me, in the shot of the video with the patient, and he and he would be very care. He he would he choose his words very carefully when he spoke with police or when he spoke with the media. He 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 wouldn't say, of like sad person or the or a person that's life is horrible now. He he would use words like vic or like patient and like like he like he was doing something doing something that a doctor would do, which that is something that a that a doctor would do. It's the same thing as going off of life support, really. Yeah, um I mean I've watched uh diving into like the um you know the last few days of a person thinking about that. I watched a, I think I think it was on YouTube. I'm not sure where I saw it, of a person who, um, you know, was going to end their own life. They had talked to you know family and friends, and they were happy with their decision to, you know, end their own life because they saw, like you said, you know, no peaceful end yeah, without doing exactly. that. Exactly. So, I mean, it's just, it's hard to. Those people, I, I completely understand why they would do that, and um, yeah. But it's just kind of sad to think, you know. That yeah. Um, you know, you know it's gonna happen though, so you're not. I yeah. guess you have time to prepare yourself for it, and I guess that's good if you can cope with it. Uh, speaking of knowing when you're going to die, um, I watched this movie recently called Just Mercy. It's it's based off of a, a book, which is based off of a true story. I think it's a lawyer. I really do not remember his name. I, I think his name was Brian Stevenson or something to, to that effect. He was a lawyer who went to a, uh, who opened along with a friend, a in it was an it was in Alabama, a law center to help death row inmates with their cases. Now, mo th th now, this was 1960s, 70s, and 80s, Georgia and Alabama. The, I mean, these were places where, l where lynchings were happening. These are places where people were racist, where words like the N-word were being tossed around like in, like in uh, everyday conversation. It was a really horrible time. There was a, the case, I think it was... I've, the guy, the, the man's name was Walter. He was a prominent, uh, he was, I, it, he had a family, he, he owned a prominent family business. He, he was charged with and convicted of the murder of a, um, it was of an 18-year-old white girl. The jury recommended a sentence of life. The judge sentenced him to death in Alabama's electric chair. Mm -hmm. Now, throughout this story, oh, his name was Walter McMillan, mm -hmm. it, or he died in 2013, so was, I, uh, I, the, I think the tense would be was, I guess. Um, 
there was a story of someone in the book. It, his name wasn't Hubert Humphrey, because that was the guy. That was the guy that ran for president in 1968. Uh, right, let me interrupt real quick. Okay. If you name your kid Hubert... Um... Why don't we table this name discussion for the next episode? Yeah, I'll, that well, would I just be, need to throw this in. That if would be a great... Hubert, <laughs> I don't, I don't even know what to His first name started with an H. I think it wasn't Hank, but it was something like that. He had served in the Viet... This man had served in the Vietnam War. He had been exposed to Agent Orange, which would mess with your head. My great-uncle died from that about a year and a half ago. Uh, or, I mean, it was, yeah, it was the exposure to Agent Orange. When it had left this guy on death row horribly, horribly messed up in the head. And he, the reason he was on death, death row is because he built a bomb inside of a pop can. And he sent it to his ex-girlfriend's house as a scare tactic. And an 11-year-old girl picked, an 11-year-old girl chose to pick up the pop can Boom. Yeah. Uh, he was charged with the murder, convicted, sentenced to death. And then the appeals where this uh, lawyer had his case, uh, the appeals were unsuccessful. He was due to be executed. The movie showed his last moments. Back then, the electric chair was used. The electric chair, you would strap an electrode onto the head and to a leg meaning that the head would have to be shaved and so would the leg. And so it had the video, it had the clips of uh, the inmate being shaved and so on and so forth in his last moments with his lawyers or with his, with, with his lawyer and with um, members of the church. Mm-hmm. As he was walked into the execution chamber, there was a pool, there was a pool of press and family members and his only and the man who uh, his flag was going to be sent to, his uh, attorney, who, w- who was the only form of family that, that uh, the inmate had, the, the, the man was executed. It, showed, it didn't show the f- footage of the execution itself. It just sort of flipped the camera angle, and you, you heard a thump to go to the side of the chair, and he was dead. Well, and this all happened because of the exposure to, to agent Orange. yes when the federal we have lost thousands of vets just because of that because the federal government cannot take a hint they are mo- they are more focused on taking money from their uh, lobbyists than doing what's right for the vets which the vets in should come before every should come before everyone else quite honestly I agree and um his and this man's friends on death row, they um, were making lots and lots of noise because they knew when he was about to be executed because he had to, he had re, he had requested to the guards that a song be played, so the inmates took their cups and they had small pots in their rooms, and they were like clinging them against the. Uh, the I, I, uh, gate, I would call it, because it's not a full-fledged door of their cells. Mm-hmm. And then you could, they, they showed a clip from the 
execution chamber and the people in the gallery could hear the uh, the uh, banging of the pots and the pans and th that, w that was really moving and then it showed a and then back to this Walter Mc back to Walter McMillan his uh, trial the man that gave testimony that convicted him he lied on he the man lied under oath because this man was also being charged with with murder the witness that was testifying against him so he lied in order to get a shorter sentence and then um, the charges were dropped against Walter McMillan and uh, he, he was freed and in 1993 I believe it was a few weeks after he got out he testified with his lawyer in front of Congress about en ending capital punishment and that to know or the um, man who ran that hearing was Joe Biden. Hmm. Joe Biden, probably the next president of the, of the United States, avid supporter of the of the death penalty, mm -hmm. which is bad, because uh, I, I, I just don't see it as a deterrent. It costs way more to the state uh, to, to, to find the drugs, and uh, in the Constitution it says that I forgot which amendment it was, which article of which amendment, but uh, people should not be subjected to cruel and, in, I think it was cruel and, I think it was cruel and inhumane punishment or something to, to that effect. But, um, yeah, there are stories of people who, who's, who they were like burned alive for half an hour in the electric chair. It, well, have you seen horrible the, stories. Uh, and it's just fictional, but have you seen the movie The Green Mile? No, I have never heard of that. Who named, mm -hmm. was it The Three Mile or The Green Mile? The Green Mile. It's, I want to say it was, it was based off a book by, um, Who spends several years writing a, a film and chooses to call it The Green Mile? It was actually a very good film. I've, I've seen it. It was, we uh, are using about, the word film instead of the word movie, so you yeah, know that you can movie. trust us. Uh, it was on um, about, you know, a, guy, a man named John Coffey on, um, on death row, and he had been falsely accused of murdering two young girls when he was just trying to save them. A very large, you know, he was very large, big, tall, and he had the... Um, it was fictional. He had the power to, um, I, I believe, like heal things, heal their mind, and bring mm -hmm. them back to life. And um, it was about, you know, the guard played by Tom Hanks. Um, I forget his name, but you know, kind of coping with the fact that he knew all this and he was still going to have to execute him. Mm -hmm. And in the movie, it wasn't his execution. You know, when you're talking about the people that were burned alive, one of the you know, inmates, they, um, one of the guards did not like him at all, and he decided to not put, um, water on the sponge before uh, they put the thing around his head, and yes, he was, uh, cooked alive, you know, burned from the inside, and, yeah, so, well, no, that just, what you was think. quite a story, and, uh, well, looks like we've been on this for about 45 minutes. Maybe we should close up. Yes, that's what I was just about to say. So, from so from New York City.
This has been Down in the Dungeon with Lucas and Christian. Good night, America. We're signing off.